Welcome back to your journey to happiness. Today is season two, episode 35, The Secret. I wanted to share something with you guys and gals. Tonight, I um, I watched a, I guess you could call it a documentary, maybe, and it was called, it's called The Secret. And it's not, I don't, it's not on Netflix, but I, I guess if you have a smart TV and you have access to movies and you could do a search and what happens, I guess if you have a particular streaming surface that it's available on, you get to see it. So, you know, do a search for it. It's called The Secret. And I think it was on something I never heard before. Is it Zumo? X-U-M-O? Some kind of streaming service called Zumo? I don't, I never heard of it before. Um, but, it, you know, I don't know, maybe it's on Hulu, I don't, whatever it is, but just do a search for it. It, it was really good. It was a good... Yeah, I guess you could say it's a documentary. It was really good. And what it's about... It's about manifestation or manifesting. And this is a new concept to me. Uh, someone very special to me turned me on to it a year ago. And, you know, I, I dabbled in it, which isn't the right way to do something because you don't... You know, unless you become a practitioner of something... You know, like trading stock options like I do. Unless you become a practitioner, you don't, you're not going to be successful, number one, and, and you're not going to get the most out of it. It's simple as that. So I have to make a conscious effort of, uh, I think starting tomorrow, I'll make a conscious effort of, of manifesting, of, you know, being a practitioner of manifesting, because that's, it's going to work if you do it that way. I, I believe it will. And, you know, the layman's, again, I don't know a lot about it. But I'll give you the I'll give you the layman's version of it or my version of it, the guy who doesn't know much about it. What it really is is if you want something, whatever it is, it could be something specific like money, a certain job, you want a certain type of house, a certain type of lifestyle, you want to meet a certain kind of person, whatever it is you want out of life, you're basically you have to number one ask for it. And I forget the other elements, and I don't want to ruin it for you. I'd rather you see it and, and learn from the professionals. But really, in a nutshell, what it is is that if you want something, you have to write it down, and you have to feel it while you're writing it down, and you have to write it down, from what I understand, you have to write it down in such a way that it's already happening. Like, it's like, like you're foreseeing it. So in other words, let's say you, like me, for example, I want a lake house in Connecticut. Right? That's my dream. I want a lake house in Connecticut, on a lake or a pond in Connecticut. That's my dream. Okay? And so I guess I would write, it's, I think I would write down, okay, and I don't know if you have to put times or dates. I'm not really sure, but I would write down that, oh, I just bought my lake house in whatever, Connecticut, and it's, it's on such and such a lake or such and such a pond or it's on a pond it has a dock and maybe I describe it and I'm I'm as I'm writing down I'm feeling that I already have it that I got it I'm saying that I have it you know um, I don't I'm not sure if you say that like oh I want something this year I think you actually have to say that you already have it that's how you have to present it that you already have it that you're experiencing it right now exactly what it is you want you know at a later date but you already have it now i hope i'm not confusing you because i think i'm thinking i'm confusing myself but in other words i would i would say something like oh i just got my lake house in connecticut 
it's it's beautiful. It's got the you know a, a gas fireplace or wood fireplace. It's got a little dock that I could leave my kayak uh, tied up to. It's got a little you know real lawn, uh, real you know real lawn area or flat area where my you know dog Snuggy could play in, is playing in, and she loves it, and she's chasing ducks and you know stuff like that. That's really what it's about. I think there might be other elements to it as well. That's why you should really watch this movie because it. It gives you a general idea of it, but then do your own research. I think it's worth it because it, it seems that it does work. As silly as it sounds, it does work for people who do it the right way. So, and, and the other elements are, basically the elements of manifesting is like, A, you're writing it down. Um, B, you're visualizing, right, that you have it, that you've achieved this goal of yours. You're visualizing it every day. Maybe you'll post a picture on your wall or your refrigerator, you know, which is, I guess, visual, visualization, right? Now, and, and there's, there's, there might be some other elements. Again, to get it right down like it happened, like you mean it. And then there might be some other elements that I, I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. I got to become a practitioner of it. You know, maybe something that you read every day. Once you've written it down, you read it to yourself every day and, and so you can feel it again. You know, it might involve that. I'm not sure. So, but what I want to discuss is what I, what I know from my experience. I've already been a, I've already been a, been a practitioner. I have already been a practitioner of some of the elements of this without knowing in other words, writing down. I, I, I started writing down my goals, I think sometime when I was in college. You know, when I was around 18, maybe 20. I started writing goals down. You know, which is, you know, I guess you could say it's part of manifesta- manifesting, right? And um, that's because when I went away to college, I started reading some, like, self-help books, some, you know, motivational things. You know, I remember reading, what was it, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Was that by Norman Vincent Peale, I think? Um, positive Thinking or The Power of Positive Thinking. You know, I got involved in Tony Robbins, his first book or a few of his books, but I think his first book was Unlimited Power. Then he had the cassette series, then a DVD series. And I think it was in that cassette series of Tony Robbins, the... Um, it wasn't the book Awaken the Giant. I think it was his first one. I think it was Unlimited Power. And I believe he did a cassette, like a 12 cassette version, um, complimenting that book. And in one of the chapters on one of the cassettes, or one of the sides of one of the cassettes, he was talking about like the power of setting goals, which is the first time I really heard about it. And and I, I love the way he presented it. And, and he, um, I guess, uh, not I guess, but the way he presented it was... He, in, or during his presentation of goal setting and how important it is, he mentioned some study that someone did, whatever, I don't know how many years ago, maybe in the 70s, 80s, I don't know what it was, but someone did a study of, of I think it was seniors, the senior class at Harvard University, Harvard. And let's say, I don't know, there were 100... 10 kids in the class, the senior class, whatever it is, right? I don't even know. But let's say it was 110 students, right? They were given a survey of, you know, who's doing goals, what their goals are, things like that. 
And then whoever did the study, maybe 20 years later or 10 years later, I forget the time frame, followed up on the subjects of the, the original study to see where they were at in life. You know, were they actual, were they successful? Did they do what they want, you know, said they were going to do? And, the, you know, the results were something like, whatever, 98% of that graduating class, the ones who wrote their goals down, because not everybody did, the ones who wrote their goals down in their senior year were so much more successful than the other, their fellow students who didn't write goals down. That's a sim simplistic version of the study, right? And that hit home for me. So I started writing my goals down. I started writing on those little, if you remember those little memo spiral notepads that fit in your shirt pocket, as opposed to the big ones, you know, that you take to school. You know, you could get them at, at a pharmacy or Target or whatever the case may be. So I started writing goals down in that. I started writing them then on, on sticky notes when that came around. And then clearly then on the, on the iPhone, on the notes section, I, I always wrote notes. Well, not notes, but goals. I always wrote goals down. I, I did it, you know, I usually did it like, like the week before New Year's. Um, I would do a set of financial goals for the new year, personal goals, you know, if I wanted to start a business, business goals, things like that, right? And But the point of the story is that uh, that over the years, I always saved those notepads, sticky pads, and clearly the notes on my phone in the app. I always save that. And, you know, I might have thrown them in a shoebox in my closet or a desk drawer, whatever the case may be, right? And numerous times I would somehow come across those those goals that I wrote a year ago, two years ago, ten years ago. So very ever you know, over the course of my life I came across those original notes. And I swear to you, I would say a good minimum ninety percent of the goals I wrote down, I hit. I accomplished. So to me, I, I strongly believe in the power of goal setting. I'm a big goal setting guy. In fact, to you know, bring you to bring it up a little more current. This past January, when if you've been listening to my podcast, when I had like what six dollars and ninety-seven cents in my checking account, and I think whatever ninety-seven cents in my stock account. I remember, I remember taking a picture on January first. I had like. That's all I had. I had like less than seven dollars in my checking account. I had zero savings, and I had less than a dollar in my TD Ameritrade account, which at one time I think had like one hundred fifty thousand dollars in it. So, I was in a tough spot. <laughs> I really was. This was January first of this year of twenty twenty three. I kid you not. And. Um, you know, I just started writing goals down on my iPhone. And, I mean, I could bring it up and read them to you. And I I think if I look back right now, if I pull them up right now, I think I hit, again, like 99% of them. So, uh, it's just, you know, the goal setting works for me. And I highly recommend it. I think it's very important. And 
another thing I did too, which is, I guess, part an element of manifesting, was I did always visualize, you know? I do visualize me having a lake house. I did visualize me sitting on the porch of my log cabin, and I, I searched for two years, and I got my log cabin. And I, I, sit, I sat on the porch every day and night on it. It was the best part of that cabin. The fireplace inside and sitting on the porch outside. And, of course, the pond I had that on the property as well. So I visualized that. You know, ever since I was younger, I visualized, you know, if I wanted a certain nice car, I'd visualize it. I remember one, I think it was 1987. And there's another thing that Tony Robbins spoke about many, many years ago. He spoke about, and this is a little off topic, but I don't know, maybe it'll come together. Tony Robbins always also mentioned about delayed gratification. So... In 1987, if you guys probably, you guys, guys probably don't remember, but there was a really cool sports car called the Mitsubishi Starion. I think the Dodge Conquest was the copy of it, but the real legit car was the Mitsubishi Starion. If you Google it, Google 1987 Mitsubishi Starion, it's a sick looking car. It had a turbo engine, it was a two door sport coupe. It had, I got the white color with the burgundy leather seats. Oh my God, it was sick. It had the automatic seatbelt that when you sat in the car, the seatbelt, as you close the door, a seatbelt would come across you automatically. It was the first car I had with steering, um, radio controls on the steering wheel and the phone control, shit like that. Um, it was just, it was a sick car. And it was just, it was so sexy. It was so different. But when it first came out, my neighbor Steven in Brooklyn, he got it first. I wasn't ready yet for whatever reason. I don't remember if it was a financial thing or whatever the case may be, but I wasn't ready. And I would see his car every day because he lived right across the street from me, right? I would see his car every day. Beautiful car. And I said to myself, I may or may not have written it down. I don't remember. But I said to myself, I'm going to get that car when I'm ready. Hopefully within the next year. And towards the end of the year, I think it was in August, literally in August of 87, when I went to law school in California at Pepperdine in Malibu, that first week or second week I was there, I, um, because I, I didn't go out with a car. I didn't have a car at the time. So I guess I, I don't know if I had a, I, I must have rented a car that first week. That first uh, first two weeks or something like that. I must have rented a car. And I remember going to the nearest Mitsubishi dealer in L.A. And I bought that car in white and burgundy interior, just like my friend Steven had. I didn't really mean to copy him, but that's the color I wanted. I, and it was, at that time, it was brand new for $17,000 and like 200 and change. That's how much it cost brand new. And it was such a sexy car. But the point of that this story is that I, I, I practiced delayed gratification. I waited for almost a year to get that car. So, anyway, the point of the story is that I, I always wrote down goals. I always visualized, and I, I waited patiently. Now, the waiting patiently, I guess, I don't know. I didn't hear it mentioned in this this show, The Secret, but. 
that's probably part of manifesting too. You you got to wait patiently. You got to visualize. You got to write it down. So basically, the bottom the point is the point of this. What I'm trying to make is that since I was 18 or so, you know, when I first went away to college, I basically started incorporating these fundamental practices of manifesting without knowing it. But what I need to do is I need to really hone my skills, become a practitioner. I need to 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 write it down like I normally would write my goals down, but I need to write it in such a way that it already happened and I feel it. So that's what I have to transition to. And I'm going to start that actually tomorrow. I know the exact spiral notepad I'm going to use that somebody special, very special gave to me. And I am going to start manifesting whatever it is I want this year or within the next two years, whatever the case may be. But I highly recommend watching this documentary called The Secret. Because basically it's like they're presenting like it's the secret to life or the secret to success. Or the secret to happiness. That's kind of how they present it. Not like it's some big secret that we have, like skeletons in our closet. It's not like that. It's does. It doesn't. It's not like that's not where it's going. More like it's the secret of like success, right? Something like that. I highly recommend watching this this documentary, and and then looking, you know, doing your research on manifesting. There's so much on the internet about it. I highly recommend looking into it. And becoming a practitioner of manifesting, I believe. Well, because I know the I know the like the power of goal setting and visualization and delay gratification. Delay gratification that worked for me. I I don't doubt for a second that manifesting would not work for me. And it's up. You know, it's I I highly recommend you giving it a shot. That's all I could say. So, my friends, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Have a great week. I hope you had a great weekend. Have a great week, and I will chat with you mañana.